God of Wonders. Recently, um, my daughter got a Nintendo game, and it was called Mario Wonder. And the Lord spoke to me, and he goes, what do you think about this video game? And to be honest, I like video games, but it was kind of elementary. It was kind of basic. And I was like, yeah, it's so exciting, you know. But the Lord spoke to me, said, what about the title? And, and I'll explain more about that in a second. But let's just get through the announcements first. It's very hard to stand here in the presence of the Lord. Glad my son's here. You've got a lot of work to do. And so, and so, so um, if the team could start by helping us with the offering, that would be awesome. Thank you, team. And while they're doing that, let's see what's coming up. Wow, awesome. Woodhouse Activity Center. Not can, well done, Carsten, you did well. And so, Kate, is Kate here? Kate, can you come and tell us about this camp? Awesome. I, I, you, you have more information. Okay, so I am uh, working with an amazing team of people. We're putting on a girls-only teenage camp um, it's Friday afternoon through to Sunday afternoon in November, uh, 10th to the, does it say up there? 10th to the 12th, I think. So, um, that's teenage girls, sort of high school ages, year 6 to year 12, or, or ages 12 through to 18-ish. Um, yeah, very straightforward. We've got Woodhouse Activity Centre, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's basically with the intent and passion to see young girls get together and discover what does it mean to be a godly woman in today's society and, and what is the Lord speaking to us about regarding our true identity, basically. So there you go, that's the gist of it. Very cool. Awesome, so good. What else have we got? Kids Church, Pierre. Wave your hand in the air. If you have children, please don't bring them into the service, but instead, no. There is a kids' church available, so please do connect in with that. They've just started a worship team. Asher, are you on drums? Is that right? Yep. Cajon. Oh, sorry. Sorry. How could I get that wrong? I heard that Max is on. Oh, thanks, Asher. This is really good. And, and there are singers and wor- How good is that? How good is it that the kids want to lead worship? They're like, we don't need you guys. We're going to do it ourselves. So we're really excited about that. So very, very cool. So for more information, CPF. Oh, that's the announcement for this. So we don't necessarily need to do that. Now, okay. Now, have we, how many people are excited about this next season? Good. You should be excited, but you should also be very, very nervous. And so, well, how can you say that? And someone asked me today, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm just nervous. And so um, why, why? Not because I'm presenting, but because what God does in these prophetic intensives, I've been doing the prophetic intensive for a long, long time. Um, in fact, I, God gave me the prophetic intensive eight years ago, nine years ago, longer actually, seven years, maybe longer, maybe 13 years. And God gave me this prophetic intensive, but it was actually part of my life. And he said, I want you to dedicate 42 days, what he said to me, six weeks to my purposes. And I said, but God, my whole life is devoted to your purposes. And he said, is it really? And he said, let's make a few adjustments. And so what God did was he invited me into a process, the same process that he is inviting all of you in today, all of us 
into today. And this process is a process where we allow the Lord to align our world according to what he wants to do. How many people are excited about that? Now, I loved Rachel's message. Oh, there's perfect timing. I loved Rachel's message this morning where she was... How many people heard her message? Only a few of you. Please do, please do go online, listen to it. So, so good. But what was so interesting about it is that when she was talking about discipleship of new believers and us kind of skirting around and avoiding the reality that it might be kind of hard sometimes. And so the reason I'm saying that at the beginning of this wonderful intensive is that this is going to be a very interesting journey. And if you allow, if we allow God to really do what he wants to do in us in this time, I guarantee that you will see transformation over the next two months. I guarantee it. I have, uh, well, you can clap if you want, it's good. Um, The reason being is because God loves separation. He loves people who separate themselves under his purposes. And that's what these intensives are all about. In the book of Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah, Joshua chapter 3, verse 5, and I just alluded to this a second ago, it says, consecrate yourselves. They're about to cross the Jordan. Consecrate yourselves because tomorrow I will do wonders among you. And I want to encourage you in this, that what was the first part? Consecration. And consecration is setting yourself apart for the Lord. And we now have a time frame where God is saying, before the end of the year, will you set apart this time for me? But it's not just time. It's you. This is so crazy. The prophetic intensive was never about a duration of time, even though it was, but it was, but it wasn't. Because God can change something in a minute. It was always about your heart. It was always about you. It was always about us. And God was saying, will you choose to say yes to me in a place of obedience in order that I can eradicate anything or those things that are not conducive to you walking in the fullness of your destiny? And that, goes the, that really leads me to the second part of this, which is, what is the prophetic intensive? It is really a program, quote unquote, from a heaven that was set up to, number one, eradicate anything that is not conducive to people walking in the fullness of their destiny. And number two, getting people activated in the things of the spirit, in the things of the prophetic, wow, so they can see angels, not particularly, so you can hear the voice of the Lord more clearly. This is the whole thing. And how many of you know sometimes it says, my sheep know me and they know my voice? Well, how many people hear the voice of God here? Two people, great. So, so (laughs) more put the hand up. But one of the questions that I've been, you know, I've been working as a pastor now for a long, 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 long time. For me, long, long time, maybe 18 years. And one of the questions that I get more than anything is, how do I hear God's voice? But I want to kind of reframe that and say, you already hear God's voice. Do, Do you discern it? And so what God will do in this time, this is very good. What God will do in this time is he will eradicate those things that do not allow you to hear his voice or let's say this, do not allow you to discern how he is speaking in each time, and then you will be finely tuned, everyone say finely tuned, in order to line up to what God, wow, what God is speaking and how you can discern that. Very, very good. Now, I can't believe Ash is in here. You can do the intensive, because I've got a couple of additions for you, mate, <laughs> to do with cleaning your room. And so... <laughs> so <laughs> Is what it is. You're here. You're going to pay the price. You've got to pay the piper. And so, so, so my daughter had my daughter had a, a video of the game, 
And she got this game, it was called Maria Wonder, and I bought it for her, and as I said, it was relatively elementary, and it was two weeks ago, just before we sent the email out for this, and I was playing the game, and I was like, wow, this is, who's, has anyone played the new Maria game? Okay, one, wow, good for you. And, and, and I, so I'm playing this new Maria game, and, and there is something in it called Wonder Seeds, and when you hit a Wonder Seed, this is so prophetic, I love prophetic stuff. So when you hit, you walk along and you hit mushrooms with your heads and all the, you know, all this stuff. But when you hit a wonder seed, the whole landscape, you've played it, the whole landscape changes and you go into a dream world. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, isn't that just like the intensive? The intensive with an expectation that you're going to hit a wonder seed on the journey and your whole world is going to change into a dream world that establishes something in the natural from the kingdom of heaven that maybe hasn't been made manifest in your life yet. How amazing is that? So I just so so excited about it. I mean, I, we have had we've had hundreds and hundreds of people go through this, and and really, I I can't even count the number of emails that I've had from people saying this thing changed my life. But it wasn't this thing; it was your dedication to God in this thing. It was your you will get out of this what you put into it. You will get out of this what you put into it. So I encourage you. I charge you today to make sure that you do the things, the very simple things that we're going to put in place today. And if you do those things for the 43-day duration, I guarantee you that you will see transformational change. You just will. And so very good. So without further ado, girls, can you bring the whiteboard up? I've got two helpers today. They'll be excellent. Thank you so much. We'll take your time. And so... <laughs> and so... Very good. Congratulations. I'm standing well, Rachel. I'm standing well. It's hard. It's like wobbly. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. Now, I didn't do this. I can't take... Let's just wipe that because it's a bit ugly. Um, I can't take credit for this. The girls wrote it. Now, this... Who, how many people got a journal for this intensive? Oh, wow. That's about 160 people got a... That's amazing. That's good. Now, why do we get a journal? We get a journal because journaling actually tracks something with God. And it says, get the revelation, Habakkuk 2.2, get the revelation, write it down that he who reads it may run. And so journaling is really important. But what it does is it actually acknowledges something before God, before heaven, but before yourself too, where you're actually saying, I am making a decision to bring a realm of transition into my world from today. And this is, what, this is so profound. This is, uh, I would say that this is everything that's marked everything in my whole life. Has been doing a personalized intensive every week, basically. Um, um, and saying, okay, God, what do you want me to adjust? What do you want me to do this week? Not legalistically, but what things need to, how can I maximize what I'm doing for you? And so... So it's really good. One of my subtractions is bread, and I'm starting that tonight. I'm just telling you. I'm just being open. And I went to, I went to, had an experience this week. How many people like it when God speaks to you prophetically? Well, yesterday, I decided that I was going, everyone say yesterday, just so you understand how close this is to my heart and how I'm not healed yet. And so, so I was in a, I was in an experience where I had to go to one of Ash's Asha had a birthday party, and Asha had a birthday party, and I got to the birthday party, and I'm like, wow, these guys look really, really fit. I don't know what's going on here. 
Yeah, I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for adding that in. Yes. So I'm like, and so I'm, I'm realizing that some of these children, some of their fathers are so fit. It was a basketball party. Basketball party. I'm like, yeah, that's great. So I got there, didn't talk to the, the father, went straight to the mother, and I said, hey, I'm thinking of just going to the shops for a few minutes. Any chance that I can ha- go and get you some ice or whatever? And they said, no, 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 just come back in 45 minutes. Anyway, I come back, and they are doing intense sprinting. And I'm talking about the, the men, the men. The, the fathers. And so they're doing these sprints. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that. Okay, I don't need to. We don't. Do you want to take the session? Um, so if you're noisy, you can move him, move him over. And, and so they're doing this sprinting up and down this thing. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, they're doing chasey, doing whatever. It's hot, and they are getting... And then I said, I said to one of the fathers, hey, what is up with these fathers? These are the fittest men I've ever seen in my life. You know, it's ridiculous. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, they've just done a full round of basketball with all the kids. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Now I feel terrible. Now I've got... I'm just going to be completely vulnerable with you at the beginning of this. I... <laughs> I have to. It's important. So I had, I had a, I, I charged my watch, and one of my additions was 10,000 steps a day. So I did 10,000 steps the first day, and then the second day, I thought what I'll do is while Asher is in doing his special thing, I'll do my 10,000 steps. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm doing my 10,000 steps around this park on Hutt Street. So I'm doing this, I'm getting hot, I'm not as fit as these guys, I'm sweaty, and I've got these things, I've got whatever. And, and I come back to the thing, and they look at me like, and I'm not in any way, they might be watching this, I doubt it, or listening to this, but I felt the lowest of the low. So then I was like, oh my goodness. And I said, hey, I've, it was, I went and hung out with the mums, and I said, hey, I've just finished my steps, you know. <laughs> and these are the mums of the AFL players, which I found out later, they're all flipping AFL, of course they are. So they're all young, young AFL players, Asher knew nothing about any of this, anyway. So it come, comes to the end, comes to the end, and I sit down with someone, and I go, hey, how are you doing? And he goes, yeah, I just got back from Scotland. And I said, you just got back from Scotland, what were you doing? He goes, yeah, I'm the ninth strongest man in the world. <laughs> Eddie Williams. So I'm sitting with Eddie Williams, and I'm going, oh. and I said, I had nothing to give him. I had no trading floor. So I said, I've just finished, I've just finished my steps. <laughs> And he said to me, this is the, and this is the word of the Lord for tonight. No, it really is. He said to me, consistency is key, brother. Consistency is key. So I was like, okay, good. So I get in the car yesterday. So I get in the car and, um, I get in, and as I sit down, I start driving off and Asher just says to me this, I'm so sorry, Dad. He knew nothing. I hadn't even talked to him. He got in so sorry. And I'm not going to use a word that he shouldn't have used, but he, not a bad word, but he, he said, I'm basically, I'm so sorry that you're overweight and all those dads are really fit. <laughs> now, I didn't even talk to him. None of you are looking at me going, what are you talking about? You are like an Adonis. I, I know. <laughs> but I feel, felt like that was a prophetic, great framing for this intensive. <laughs> for everybody in here. No, I'm just joking. Why? Because consistency is key. And let me tell you this, you don't become, you don't compete 
Oh, wow, there's the Lord. It's so strong in here. You need to compete according to the rules. And this intensive from heaven has rules. So don't do the intensive, I'm being, going to be a little bit strong in this statement. Don't do the intensive half-hearted. Do it, be all in, be all in or don't bother. Be all in, as much as possible, without being legalistic. Be all in, and then when you're all in, believe that God is going to come through in magnificent ways. Is that good? Okay, good. So you have until 7 o'clock tonight for your additions, your subtractions. They start tonight. I started all my additions, as you know, I just shared, but I haven't started my subtractions because I went, one of them was bread, and Belinda said, what are you doing with those wraps? I'm only having two, and they're fine. They've got spinach in them. She goes, you can't have those. And then, in fact, I went out for, I was in a meeting, and they said, you can't have wraps. So I've decided, decided to start tonight. So, okay, why? No, no, no questions. Body, body, soul, spirit. In order to keep your frequency high and to hear the voice of the Lord, your, the frequency of your body, soul, and spirit needs to stay above rubbish range. Everyone say rubbish range. There are things that bring you down below the bar. And I'll tell you, I'm going to throw some of them out. And they, these, this, isn't to, this isn't the power of suggestion. I'm just going to give you some social media. High frequency or low frequency? Low frequency, even if you're following all of the amazing prophetic voices around the world. And so, so, so low frequency. McDonald's, high frequency, low frequency. Bread, high frequency, high frequency, low frequency. Full fat Coca-Cola, high frequency or low frequency? Low, okay. Body. This is it. Don't talk about coffee. We rebuke that right now. Okay, these are really important. So if you want to stay in a place where you keep your frequency nice and high, and how many of you know when your frequency drops, what happens? You can get physically sick. You can get emotionally down. You start to partner with self-pity and those things, and you get spiritually dull. So what we are trying to do with everybody is we're trying to get you spiritually activated, emotionally well and happy, it is well with my soul, and physically feeling full of energy. This is really important. Is this good? Okay. So this is really simple today, but this is so, so important. And Rachel, if you want to add anything at any stage, I'm completely ready for that. So, okay. So prophetic intensive. I want you guys to take, take a photograph of this before you go. It's really, really simple. If you have got a journal, which 90% of you did, I'm so impressed. How many people got a prophetic journal? God led you to a journal. That is part of your prophetic word for this intensive because God will actually frame it up with a word that will frame up the whole thing that you're going to move into, which is so, 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 so exciting. And so I won't be the only one teaching on this. We've got Rachel, we've got Maddie, we've got Belinda, we've got all different things, but I will always frame up every week. I will frame up something for the intensive. Is that good? Okay, awesome. So now, prophetic intensive, from the 29th of October to the 10th of December, six weeks, seven sessions, including today, 43 days, okay? So your additions and subtractions last for 43 days, starting at 7 p.m. tonight. Why do you keep on saying 7 p.m. tonight? Because you have to stop these additions and subtractions at some time. So you know when you're hanging out for that piece of cheese, you're going, it's 6.59 nearly there. Hurry up. Finish the service. We need to... So you know when you can start again. This is really important. It's a time of consecration. 
It's a time. God's really into times of consecration. Okay, so 43 days. The additions, two additions. What are your additions? Okay, additions is something that you should add to your life, in my opinion, on a daily basis. Because what actually starts to happen is you change daily habits and you start to build a whole new world, which is so, so exciting. How many people want to build a whole new world? I want to step into 2024 with a whole new reality, a whole new frequency. I'm already up, but I want to be even upper than I am right now. So it's so good. Okay, additions. You need to come up with two additions, but I'm so, you're going to be so happy. I'm going to give you, we are going to give you a free edition. How many people are excited about that? One person is. Awesome. The, your addition is to read the Bible for 15 minutes a day. Now, I know that I know that I know. And if you're in the school right now, not being prophetic, but I could be, that people go, yeah, 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 I'll read 15 minutes, Rachel, I'm all good. But 15 minutes is five minutes. Is it true that at the end of the year, they say the hardest thing that they did was the 15 minutes a day? How in crazy, in crazy, <laughs> two words in one, incredible and crazy. And so, so why? Oh, thank you so much. So 15 minutes Bible reading a day. You don't need to start tonight. You can start in the morning. But a couple of things. First thing, and I'm not going to go into this too much. Please read from a literal translation if you can, because we're all going to be teaching from those. New American Standard. Please don't send messages. I'm going to tell you right now. New American Standard, Amplified, New King James, and King James or ESV. They're just redo your daily reading from those because you're actually, it's important and just do that. Okay, cool. All right. 15 minutes. Do 15 minutes. Boy, that's so legalistic. Do it and watch your life change in two weeks. Watch your life change. Go, oh my goodness, I got the breakthrough I've been praying for for so long. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's really important that we frame this up. God, is, God Todd, God or Todd, it's the same. And so Todd has been talking about this for so long about meditating on the word. Do not let the word depart from your mouth, Jeremiah 1.8, uh, Joshua 1.8. He's been talking about this for ages. This is really, really important. So 15 minutes a day, Bible reading. If you do already do it, that's nothing, I already do it. Great, do 30. Why not? I, I, read, for, I, I read so much of the word, it's ridiculous. So, so, and it's just my default. So that's your free edition. Everyone say free edition. Say thanks, team. No worries, all good. Okay, so now, addition, addition. Now, a couple of other additions. I would say that when you're leaning into God, an addition will probably be connected to body, soul, or spirit. So it could be speaking in tongues. It could be anything connected. It could be prophesying over a person every day. It could be, it could be reading the book that you're supposed to read. One of my additions is reading something that I have been told to read for ages and I haven't read it, and that's one of my other additions, but I'm giving you all of my stuff for free now. And so, and so it could be anything, but it will likely be, if you don't do any exercise at all, I would say that one of the additions will be exercise. I'm just being real. Because how many of you know God wants you fit for the longevity of the journey? No, he just wants me to watch Netflix. No, he doesn't. That's not true. That wasn't God. And so, okay, all right, two additions. Now, they're, they're fine. I find the additions very easy. The subtractions, that's the big boy. Why? Because the subtractions often are connected to a root system of stronghold, connected to comfort and connected to those, those things which are actually opposing God. It's a very big deal. So, 
It says we, we demolish all fortresses or strongholds that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. How many people you've ever been in a bad mood and you just go and have a coffee and you sit down and you listen to Coldplay? No one here. That's a stronghold. So what you will find is that God says, okay, no secular music. Why? And I'm not, I'm, this isn't legalism. This is God. Whatever God says to you about your intensive, just like Rachel said, your intensive with God, this has to be your journey. And I can't say, you, someone came to me earlier and said, I'm going to do this thing. I said, great, good for you. But what I'm saying, <laughs> rather not me, but, but the reality is that you will feel stronger, more full of energy, and more connected to God in 43 days, potentially than some people, maybe even if you're listening on podcast, than you have in 10, 20 years. It's that good. This is that real, and it's really going to work. Is that good? Now, if you do trigger from a subtraction, and you have, you're an addict, or I'm, not being, I'm just being real, there's a level of addiction there, and I think, come and talk to one of the team. And so please do come and chat to one of us and say, hey, my subtraction was, that it could have been anything. It could be, if it's connected to eating, I'm just going to be completely real. Um, because I really need to. If God is addressing things to do with eating or things to do with compulsive behavior or sexualized addiction, come and talk to us because that's going to be, sometimes that can manifest quite heavily. And when you let go of that, it could send people into a bit of a spin. But we are pastorally strong here, aren't we, Joshua? Is Joshua here? No, he's not even here. And so, 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 so but we, we'll be fine. So we'll look after you as much as we can. But it's important that you don't do the thing that you feel like you're supposed to do. You do the thing that you feel like God is telling you to do. Does that make sense? Because we don't want you going in to Christmas like, I just did an intensive. We want you going into Christmas and the new year, 2024, firing on all cylinders as you rock it into the year ahead, stepping into all the promises that God has really been excited about you walking into. Is that good? No one liked that one. Okay. Now, okay, additions, subtractions, two subtractions, two additions. They start 7 o'clock tonight. Obviously, if an addition is wake up early, quote, unquote, um, then you can't do that at 7 o'clock tonight, but you can do it tomorrow. It might, God might do that with you. Pulling things back early, just the way Jesus did, and spending time with the Lord in the morning is a very, very common one. Who wants some more common ones? Common one, social media, subtraction, obviously. Uh, another common one, sugar, is the most common one I've had. God spoke to me many years ago. Not that. I'd like to say I listened completely because I'd want to be open. But he said, before I ministered at a conference, you mustn't drink a full fat uh, Coke. I said, why? Because he said, the sugar will dampen your clarity and stop you being able to hear me. So sugar is a very, very big one. Sugar is, I, I've seen my wife change into a different person over these intensives and normally in the first week and a half and she'll be, she'll, she'll tell you it's true, as she stops sugar. So she stops sugar and I'm like, she's like, give me the sugar. <laughs> Precious, you know. <laughs> but this is a really important, really important thing again. So two additions, two subtractions, really, really simple starting, starting tonight. Now, I wouldn't normally do this in this setting, but does anyone have any questions about just, just that? Put hand in the air. I will acknowledge it and I'll answer it really quickly. I just want to do interactive on the additions and subtractions. So I don't do emails. Yes. I'll let you into a secret, but thank you for asking. It's a good question, Karen. 
God has given me a whole different array because he gave me a dream. I'm just going to be open with you. He gave me a dream about my next season with Todd and Rachel and what we're moving into. And he said, I'm going to give you two for body, two for soul, and two for spirit. That's what he did with me. So, but for the gauge of this intensive, which is, that's why I was nervous. <laughs> uh, so for the gauge of the intensive, we're just going to stick with this. But if you feel, you are completely free. Everyone say, I'm free. You can do what you want, but don't commit yourself to something that is so impossible. You load yourself up with all these subtractions. You fail in one, and then you feel like, oh, well, what was the point anyway? There's a, this isn't about it. It's being spirit-led. It's being spirit-led. So be led by the Lord. Mine are very easy, most of them, apart from the two that are not. <laughs> and all it is for me is just a readjustment of what the, way, the way I was doing things not actually that long ago. So does that make sense? So, so I want you guys to just be free, be open. But if God gives you more, do what you've got to do. Do what you've got to do. If the whole room has gone, Maddie, is, the, is everywhere gone silent? Is everyone like, are you all thinking? Who's thinking? Okay. Okay, good. All right. Okay. So, great. <sighs> okay. Right, so... Let me just pray over that. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for all the additions and the subtractions. I thank you, God, that people will know exactly what they are to subtract and what they are to add in this next season in order that they can fulfill, better align to your purposes for them in this next season and the seasons to come. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Very good. Okay, cool. All right. Next. Very good. Now. Week one on the intensives that I've run for many years always is about enlarging the place of our territory. Rachel spoke really amazingly about this this morning. But what's really exciting is that God wants us to enlarge our capacity, or let's say this, enlarge our expectation. And so if you could put up Isaiah 54 verse 2 for me. This is really important. And so what I believe that God wants us to do at the very beginning of this intensive is to enlarge our expectation, first of all, about who we are in him and who he is for us. Is that good? Very cool. Okay, let's read this out together. Uh, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Spare not. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your pegs. So it says enlarge the place. Now, how many people have ever been camping? Yep. Only, gosh, we're in Australia. Only a few, few, few. I got invited to a camping trip. Ash is not in here. Just between services. And I'm not into camping at all. And they said, do you have, is he here? Is, is, is Hamilton here? No. And he was saying to me, he said, look, we're doing a special camp. You should come. And he said, do you have a, a spare caravan? I thought, how long have I been with you? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know me. Hugo Boss Caravan? Uh, uh, no. But he said, do you have a spare caravan? And I said, no. And he said, you could always borrow one. I'm like, borrow one? I barely can drive to the OTR, let alone hitch a caravan to the back of the... This is Piet's job. We all know that. And so... But he, he invited me to something to do with camping. But what I do know is we did, a, we did something at the block... Um, gosh, this is years ago now, eight years ago, we did, uh, the, I call it the block, but Todd and Rachel have a piece of land, um, is it north? 
is somewhere, somewhere. And then, and when they did that, that we, we bought all these tents. And I remember people saying, we need to make the tent bigger. And so I was like, okay, let's make the tent bigger. And I'm like pretending to be, I don't know if you've seen that meme, but pretending to be really active and then kind of walking off and having a coffee. And then, I love coffee. And so, and then coming back and going, yeah, yeah, we're all involved. Um, but, but I do remember them saying, you need to make the tent bigger. And I said, how do I do that? And they said, you need to unpeg it. You need to unpeg it. And so this intensive, and this is the word of the Lord now. This is something prophetic for you. This intensive, the Lord is saying that he needs to unpeg you in order to enlarge you. How many of you know if you were in the right space and in the right, we'll talk about the timing of the Lord in another session, but if you were in the right capacity to be able to carry everything that God had for you, you'd have it already. It's true. So what God is doing now is he's going to enlarge people's capacity, but he's first of all going to unpeg your current station emotionally, physically. He's going to make things a little bit uncomfortable in order to be able to enlarge you to take the new territory and the new ground that he has set out for you. So it's very important. So he's saying enlarge the place of your tent, but the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to unpeg you first. Tonight is all going to be about unpegging, but more so the next two weeks you will really feel a level of unpegging. And that's really, really important that we understand that. So what God wants to do in that then, many years ago, uh, God spoke to me about some amazing things that I would end up doing, and I didn't believe him. And he said, you haven't even scratched the surface of the things that I've called you to do. And I remember leaning into God and saying, but God, you know, I believe you for everything. And, and at that time, my primary goal was to be a prophetic minister on a preaching circuit around the world. So, he talked to me about one thing. He just gave me one word. And he said, one day you will do this. And I looked at him. Well, I didn't, you know, my heart was engaged with him. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That's not, you're talking. And I actually felt like he was speaking to someone else. I actually feel like he was speaking to someone else. I'm not going to go into this scripture for time's sake. But in 1 Samuel chapter 9, and you guys can read that this week if you would like to. Um, 1 Samuel chapter 9 Samuel anoints, how many of you know this story? So what happens, there's a, a guy called Saul, is he king? No, he's just a handsome guy, just like myself, but much taller apparently. And so, but he just goes out to find some donkeys. And when he goes out, he goes out one day, and the next day he's anointed to be king. The next day. This is really important. This is a, I call it a divine alignment day. You see, part of King Saul's original design, his destiny was to be king, ruler, and commander over Israel. But when he lost the donkeys, he thought, oh, the donkeys are lost. But he didn't realize that God lost the donkeys for him. Why did he do that? Why? Because he had already spoken to Samuel the day before and said, there's going to be a guy coming to look for donkeys, but you need to anoint him. How many of you know it's more what's more important, finding a bunch of donkeys or being anointed king over God's inheritance? Being anointed king. And so God had already preordained Saul to be anointed as the first king of Israel, but he thought he was going out to find donkeys. Some of you in here thinking that donkeys led you here, but actually God was about to anoint you with kingship. This is really, really important because sometimes God... Is everyone Okay. 
because God is actually in the business of upgrading us beyond anything we could ask or imagine. It says God will do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. And so when he spoke to me about some of this stuff, I said, you, you're crazy. This isn't even real. I actually didn't even believe it was God until the days where I was doing the very things that he said to me. And so what I want to encourage you is part of his master plan for our lives has to be way better than we can ask or imagine. And so if he speaks to you in this first time as he enlarges the place of your capacity, this is how it all started with me, was I started prophetic intensives by myself and he started to speak to me about some of the stuff I was going to do. That's how it all started with me. So why can't he speak to you about something quite exciting and say, actually, and not, not, this isn't all about calling. This is all about connecting. See, how many of you know that when you reach the fullness of your destiny or more of the fullness of the things you're called to, just like Paul did, how many of you know that Jesus receives the full reward for his suffering or, or, or the reward for his suffering? He went to the cross in order that you would find the fullness of your fit, your purpose, in order that people can be blessed through your life. That's, part of what he, that's why he did what he did. So anyway, is everyone okay? And so... So we start to do that. I really engage with this because it's really, really important. And so now we step up. What starts to happen, I feel like I'm start potentially just hitting a few, a few sacred cows here. And it's like, oh, oh, what are you saying? Am I too amazing? And this is one of the things that is really important. So can we put up um, uh, Hebrews 10.35, please? And so I want us to concentrate on this for a second. This is something that God's been speaking to me about and always does. And it says this, therefore, and I'm not talking about, I know this could be for some people, if you're in here a theologian, context dependent, but let's take it at, at, it, at what it says uh, exactly in the text here. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has great reward. So when God speaks to you about something amazing, I'm not saying, he's, yeah, you're going to be the next prime minister. Well, maybe. But what I'm saying to you is why can't we allow him to speak into more of the purpose that he predestined for us to walk out? And why would we be shocked when it's something absolutely amazing, yet primarily because sometimes our capacity is too small to receive the thing that he wants to release to us? My capacity was too small when he said to me that I would have the ears of kings. My capacity was too small to receive... The word of the Lord that he was giving me. It was literally too small. It didn't have any place to go. Was Saul's... Who's read 1 Samuel chapter 9 without us going into it? Was Saul's... Is that... Only two people have ever read that scripture. Okay, all right. Was that... Was Saul's capacity a perfect size to receive the word that Samuel was giving him? When he got anointed as king... And there's always time frames. Remember, David had time. Everyone has time. Was his capacity, was he ready to receive that word? Did the word itself enlarge him? You see, what God will do in this time, his word, the word in itself will actually enlarge the place of your thinking in order that you can dream with him in a whole other way. And the Lord is saying, consecrate yourselves for today because tomorrow I'll do wonders among you. This is all part of it. Because if God says it, how many of you know God is not a man that he can lie? So if God says it, is it going to happen? With your partnership, with our partnership. So good. Let's put up the, let's put up the song. So I want you guys to just engage this song just for a couple of minutes, and then we're going to move into something else. And so I want you to engage with the lyrics because this is the word of the Lord for the first session for the prophetic intensive for you. Is that good? Just engage with the words. Awesome. Thanks, Eunice. Not a man. 
put, put it up a little bit louder. I cannot lie. I know the plans for your life. I'm asking you to dream again. Believe again. And take the limits off of me. No, I'm not. Know the plans I have for you, the my design. So I'm asking you just to hope again and trust again and take the limits off. I hear the Lord say, take the limits off, take the limits off, release me to accomplish what I promised you, oh, take the limits off of me. out of yourself. Stretch forth. Stretch forth. Break forth. Release me. Enlarge my territory. Say no limit. No boundaries. Said I see increase all around me. Increase all around. Shuts 
Can we step into that place where there are no limits and no boundaries? You know, one man or one woman with God is a majority. And so, so I just want to touch on something else before we land today. But this is really, really important that we understand that if God says, I could, go through the, I could go through the word and just give you so many examples where God told someone something amazing. What did he say to Sarah? He said, about this time next year, you're going to have a... Was that ridiculous? She thought it was so ridiculous, she laughed. And what did he say? Is anything too hard for the... Basically, is anything too wonderful for God? And so I want to encourage you that God wants to display his splendor as the God of wonder for you in this. And, and, and <laughs> a lot of it is going to be about our expectation levels. Because when we have an expectation level, expectation and faith are like twins. And so expectation carries substance. I'm not going to go through all of the people that worked with expectation or faith. But let me tell you this, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so let's just expect him to do something amazing in our world. Is that good? So good. Awesome. Eunice, can you put up 1 Samuel chapter 30 and just go, we're only going to do nine verses. I do like the Bible. Um, how many know this story? And this is the last thing I want to touch on before we land today. Um, it, it, it's when the Amalekites go to Ziglag. And this is, a, this is a bad situation. But let's go from verse 1 if we can. Thank you so much. Can you read it with me, just in case we get into some exciting words? And so it says, Then it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had made a raid on Negev and on Ziklag and had overthrown Ziklag and burned it with fire. Just pause it right there. Ziklag is compared. How many people have ever read, read the book of Acts? about the church at Antioch that was established. It was an apostolic sending place. Uh, many theologians partner or team Ziklag to being like a, mod, uh, a Hebrew Antioch at the time. Does that make sense? This is really, really important. So it was, a, it was an established, just like Rachel was saying this morning, it was a, an established peg. Thank you for that. It was an established peg that was becoming a throne. And so Ziklag was a stronghold, a good stronghold. And so what happens is that obviously Ziklag was burned by the Amalekites and it says, overthrown Ziklag and burned it with fire. Verse 2, thank you, um, Eunice. And it says, and they took captive, everyone, the women and all who were in it, both small and great, without killing anyone, and carried them off and went their way. When David and his men came to the city, behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted their voices and wept until there was no strength in them to eat. Just pause, pause one second. So why um, with David here, why was he, where was he? Where had he been? Was he at the 7-Eleven with his mates? Where had he, where had he been? He was at war. At war, for who? For God. He was actually at war according to the anointing that God had given him, and he returned to a place, and this is exactly what, not to reference it too much, but exactly what Rachel was talking about this morning, was this thing where David was doing the work of the Lord, but he was doing the work of the Lord according, and he was the man after God's, God's own heart. And look what happens. He goes out with his men, and then he comes back, and what happens? His stronghold, his home. These men, these men, this was their home. This was their Adelaide. This was their place. 
and it was burned with fire. And not just that, which is uh, one thing to burn something with fire, whatever, you get over it. But their women and children were taken. Come on. Do you think they were happy about that? Why? What would they have been thinking? They were thinking, hold on, is this guy actually God's chosen man? Is he actually, wouldn't you be thinking, I'd certainly be thinking that. If you've gone out on a battle and David says, this is where we're going to go, according to Samuel and where we're going to go, and then he comes back and everything's gone, and it says, then David and the people who were with him lifted their voices and wept until there was no strength in them to weep. That's a big deal. Okay. Now David's two wives have been taken and someone, and <laughs> the Jezreelites and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the, Car- the Caramelite. I always think about caramel, so, or Carmelite, Carmelite, that's right. And so, the Carmelite, and so David had two wives, I don't know how he coped, but he had two wives, and (laughs) here, and it says that they were both taken, it says, moreover, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him. Now, without being too crude, when a man goes to war, what do they want to do when they get home? They want to go and they want to eat, they want to be merry, and they also want to be merry, but, they, but this is really important. You have to understand this. So what had happened is everything had been taken away from these men, and now suddenly they're going, oh, my goodness. And they're say, it says that he's greatly distressed because they were basically saying, let's just kill, let's kill David. And it says, for all the people were embittered, each one because his sons and his daughters, because of his sons and his daughters. But David, everyone say, but David, strengthened himself in the Lord. Now, it uses the word but there, which means that that actually brought solution to David, or let's say, uh, we don't know exactly where David was at, but let's say it brought a level of solution to David and a manifestation of peace to David in that situation where he was actually able to rest, or let's say, I don't know how much he rested, but he was actually able to sit in the pocket with God and lean into his relationship with God and say, okay, God, this isn't looking good for me. These, the, my mates, the guys that I've just been on the back, they want to kill me now. How many people, you'd be nervous. Exactly the same as Jeremiah. Jeremiah says, my friends actually want to kill me now. It's a big deal. Okay, let's go. Then David said to Abathar the priest, the son of um, Mechalach, uh, <laughs> please bring the ephod. So Abathar brought the ephod to David. Only two more verses. David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue this band? Shall I overtake them? And he said to him, pursue, for you shall surely overtake excuse me, surely overtake them and you will surely recover all or rescue all. And so this is really important there. So verse 9, so David went and he and his 600 men who were with him and he came to the brook Bezor uh, where they, uh, sorry, where those left behind remained. And we all know the story. He basically overtook them and recovered all. And so what's really interesting, let's go to verse 7. And I just want to, I want to touch on this because it's really important. And so it says, um, um, then David said to Abathar the priest, he says, please bring me the ephod. So he inquired of the Lord. And, and verse 8 says, then David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue this band? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord said, everyone say the Lord said, pursue for you shall surely overtake. The word pursue there, and this is what I want to talk about the first week of the intensive, is the word radaf. Everyone say radaf. This is how we have to engage this intensive. We have to engage it with the heart of the Hebrew word radaf. The Hebrew word radaf is unwavering, going after what God said with hostile intent. That's literally what it means. It's unwavering, going after what God said with hostile intent. 
I'm not saying I'm amazing at this, but this has been part of our life. I'm telling you who is very good at this is Todd. If God says something, he goes after it with a hostile intent. What does that mean? Unwavering, setting your face like flint and not being double-minded. You see, when we enter into this right now, let's go to Psalm 34, verse 14. I'm not going to overload you with scripture, even though I'd love to. Um, Psalm 34, verse 14. This is what Rachel was talking about this morning. This is David speaking in the Psalms. This is really important. It says, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and redaff it. Seek peace and redaff it. Go after peace with hostile intent. You can't make that up. This is a really big deal. This is exactly what she was speaking this morning. Is actually, it looks like something for us to establish peace. It looks like something. And in your world, when you are not at peace with your current station, we need to redaff peace, the peace of heaven. We need to actually engage in a realm where we say, I'm not going to stop until I feel like I have started to accomplish those things which God set me apart to do. You know, when I started to tap into my, I call it my high core, started to tap into my high core, I started to live in a place of fulfillment. I never wake up in the morning and go, what am I doing here? I never wake, never once have I woken up in the morning and said, what am I doing here? Never once. I wake up in the morning and go, what are we doing today? Every day, I said, where are we going? What are we doing? Of course, I'm looking for enlargement all the time. What nations are we taking? What territories are we going into? And he goes, okay, you're going to take that territory. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. What's that going to cost me? Because I know that every time God talks about enlargement, it's going to cost me something personal. And that's what this intensive is all about. How many people want to come into the fullness of your destiny? Part of what we're doing here, yes, we want activation. Part of what we're doing here is bringing a level of sober judgment, realization into our worlds that what, if you want fullness, it's going to cost you more than you've given now. And, what, and I'll let you in another secret. What really happens in the intensive is we actually don't just make additions and subtractions 43 days. We actually adjust our lifestyle so we actually start to walk in a lifestyle that's fitting to the fullness of the things that we're supposed to walk out. Let's put Ephesians 4.1 and land on this. Ephesians 4.1. This is really, really important. I'm not going to go into too many. Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which God, sorry, with which you have been called. You see, I believe that there is a criteria for us to apprehend more of the good stuff that God has got for us. And as we move into these next seasons, move into 2024, yes, we're going to keep our frequency up. But I don't want my frequency to be so up and still remain where I'm at. I want to be taking territory. I want to be taking ground. I want to be having the tent, my tent enlarged. And the way that we do that is we walk in a manner worthy of the calling that God has given us. God says, I want to give you this, but you can't have it with that. I want to give you this high place, but you can't have it with that. I want to give you this, but you can't have it with that. And I'm just going to, I just want to just lean into this for one second. You might think at the end of the intensive, wow, it's going to be so amazing. Why at the end? You see, a lot of the time we're waiting. God's going to, you know, stop all the delay. I've been waiting for so long and he's going to accelerate, accelerate my life. Well, what if acceleration is simply him lifting delay and you just start to get remunerated of what already, what already was? What if something's been delayed unnaturally? And what God is saying is he's saying, by you adjusting 
These little things, I'm actually able to lift the lid and bring you into, it will feel like acceleration, but you're actually just coming into the right timeline for you right now because God's so good. How many people are excited about that? Is, gonna be, is everyone okay? I thought that was really good, but I hope people are. We are coming into an amazing time where God wants to activate us to hear the voice of the Lord more than anything before. And I know that over the next few weeks, we're going to hear from some amazing speakers. We really, really are. We're going to hear from, yeah, we're going to be hearing some amazing stuff. And, and God is going to talk to us about our heart. He's going to talk to us about spiritual realities. He's going to talk to us about establishing government and all these things that we need to do. But it starts with this real simple thing, this real simple addition, subtraction, reality, where he goes, will you just work on this stuff for you now in a journal, whatever you want to do, but will you just work on this in order that you can partner with me to align you to the right frequency in order that I can start to enlarge you to start to possess more of the land that I predestined destined for you to have as part of your inheritance. How many people are excited about that? Very, very good. Now, we're going to be talking about awakening. We're going to be talking about awakening a lot and what it looks like to awaken to the things of God. And if anyone has seen the movie The Matrix, who's seen the movie The Matrix? Okay, good. Most of you. Okay, some of you. In the movie The Matrix, there's a guy called Neo, and he, I like the name Neo, uh, Neo means new, and he basically gets awoken from a stupor. He's, he's asleep for a long time. And what happens is that he gets awoken, and as he wakes up, you start to see that he gets trained in what it is to believe that he is actually being called. They call him the one. Now, I'm not saying anyone is the one here. If you think that you're the resurrected Messiah, come and talk to one of the team later. And so, I'm not saying you are the one. But what's so interesting is all this whole time, Neo sees something, and they try to explain to him from the outside that, they, that he is the one that will bring a balance. There's a reason I'm saying this, that he will be one that brings a balance to everything because he is the one that's called specifically to be able to engage, re-engage with the computer world in the natural world. And, and you guys have all seen it, right? Well, a lot of you guys have seen it. So I'm just going to play one clip. And the reason is because normally on an intensive, we'll get you to watch the whole movie. But as a team, we decided that we didn't want to do that to you, even though it's an amazing movie. So I'm just going to play the, I just want to play one scene from this movie. Is everyone okay for that? One scene that's going to just, just going to encapsulate what I'm talking about with regards to someone speaking to you about something that feels too big for you to comprehend. But the reality is that it doesn't stop that being the truth about who you really are. So let's let's watch that. Just turn it off. You can turn it up a bit. They're inside. Very near. So this is in the Matrix at the moment, and Neo, if you get killed in the Matrix, you're killed in real life. The Matrix is the real world as we see it. Just three missions, look away. 
chicken. He's gone. These guys are computer programs. They're computer programs. Goodbye, Mr. Anderson. just stop it there let's just stop it there very good now if you were part of the score you got to see more of that can you just put the lights on for me um if you were part of the score you got to see more of that um yes in retrospect and so no but but what's so interesting about that is the guy's name's morpheus as you saw uh, lawrence fishburne is that right lawrence fishburne the whole movie is saying please do watch it if you if you have the time lawrence fishburne for the whole movie is saying this this is who you are 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 and a lot of the time on this prophetic intensive you are going to feel the resonant frequency of God speaking things to you now that he's spoken to you many, many times before, saying, this is who you are, this is who you are, this is who you are. And in that moment, Neo realizes that he is actually the very person that Morpheus said all along that he was. And I want to encourage you in this, and this, this, this is so beautiful. Whatever God said, he is not a man that he should lie. And before you were born, we talk about this all the time, but before you were born, God set you apart to walk out so many magnificent things on earth 
that none of us, I believe, in this room have accomplished because none of us have been transitioned into glory yet. And so I want to encourage you in whatever it is that God speaks to you tonight over the next few days with regards to your additions and subtractions, don't fight it. The whole movie with Neo is he constantly fights it. No, it's not me. No, it's not me. No, it's not me. Well, imagine for one minute you just dare to believe that it could be and you just go, I'm open. I'm open to what you are saying. And when we do that, God actually has permission what do you mean God has we have free will God actually has an ability to invade our world to transition us and accelerate us and open us up to build us into the capacity that we need to have to complete more of the fullness or to walk in more of the fullness of the things that he predestined for us to walk out before we were even born and that as well as being activated in the things of the prophetic Hearing God's voice more clearly is the whole point of this 43-day prophetic intensive. Is that good? Yes. So good. Let's stand to our feet. we put the pads on. We'll do a PG movie next week. All good. <laughs> Seriously. So good. Why don't you grab your communion? It's just the first week. Have you guys enjoyed just the, the framing up of what we're doing? And just as, as you do your communion, just put your hands in the air, or as in open your arms. Just start to, and so, start to receive, be in a posture of receiving. And just repeat this prayer with me. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I choose <laughs> to engage with you according to the fullness of what you're speaking in this season and time in my life. I choose to respond with one word, and that one word is yes. I choose to say yes. Align me, redefine me, <laughs> fine-tune me, and release me into more of who I'm designed to be as your child. And as your son, in Jesus' name. that people you even spoke to you about coming and doing this intensive and said on the other side of this you would see miracles at the work of your hands who was that I feel like God actually spoke that to a few people I know that you guys just raised your hands a minute ago so there's so many of you for some of you guys God said that he was going to increase your capacity to prophesy 
as a result of coming through this intensive. Who was that? It's so many, so many of you guys. For some of you, God said that I'm going to bring clarity to who you are and the things that I've destined to you to walk out in 2024. Who was that? Yeah, so good. I know there are so many visitors here. We just encourage you. Thank you so much for being with us. But there are so many different things that God has spoken to so many people in here because this is an individual intensive. This is not about you doing an intensive with us, even though we'll facilitate it. It's about you doing your intensive with God. It's going to be a very, very, very powerful time. It's going to be really, really amazing. And so in saying that, there's going to be many, there'll be a number of different people uh, bringing stuff. But I want to encourage you, please do keep journaling. Do the things that you have to do. And you guys have two hours and three minutes to get to the pub or get to a coffee shop or get to the place that you need to get to. Do what you need to do because the commitment, I'm going to ask you to go after this thing with a Radaf mentality. We're asking you to partner with us in a place where you are singular focused, literally set like flint and that you will go after this with a hostile intent. How many people can choose to do that? 43 days hostile intent for the most amazing level of breakthrough I believe that many people will have and I'll just end on this I've had text messages over the years text messages over the years when I've done intensives normally about halfway through and I'm not trying to put a framework but normally about halfway through where people said I cannot believe the very thing that I've been waiting for for 10, 15, 20 years it's a true story people in here have done an intent 10 years, 15 years literally manifest after two weeks or three weeks of an intensive. Why? Not about us, but about what God wanted us to partner with, with regards to criteria. How many people want to see breakthrough? I really believe that this is going to be the time to say this is, I should expect that this is the time for incredible breakthrough in my life from the God of wonders because he loves me. In Jesus' name. And everybody said together, Amen. Let's give the Lord a shout. Come on. Woo! Let's give the Lord a shout. Come on. Yeah. Woo! So, so good. Awesome, awesome.